Sit tight, take hold. A Good Omens Podfic, written by Needed and read by Literarian and Jub. Part 1 of the Hashtag Rainbow Road series. Chapter 17 Autodromo José Carlos Pache, Sao Paulo, Brazilian Grand Prix. Summary AJ and Raf come to an agreement. Tumblr Fail for Izira reblogs AJ Crowley 12. AJ Crowley 12. Please, please, please tell me those photos Zoot Zoot Nude posted are real. If you haven't seen them yet, go here, link, here, link, and here, link. I believe they are also circulating on Insta and Reddit. Danny Ricky. I hear r slash fanf function calling. Live in la vida liga. Help a friend out. The links keep crashing every time I try and open them. AJ Crowley 12. Alt ID 1. First picture from left to right are Izzy Raphael, AJ Crowley, George Ligger, Anathema Device, strategist for Haas, and supposedly Newt's girlfriend, Aunt Newton Parsifer. They are lined up alongside a pool with their feet in the water. Newt has an arm around Anathema while he leans over. He may be in an argument or discussion with Ligger. Crowley and Fayle are looking at and leaning against each other, laughing and smiling. Caption reads, Joran Newt won't stop arguing. Just let the birthday boy win. End alt ID. Alt ID 2. Second picture is from the same party, which must be for Newt Speedy. Izzy Raphael and AJ Crowley are sat on an outdoor love seat next to each other. Izzy is in a heated discussion with his racing engineer, Ruff Greco. He is holding cake. AJ is stealing the cake. There are several unknown people sitting with them around the fire pit. End Alt ID. Alt ID 3. Third picture is of Newt blowing out birthday candles. He has his arm around Anathema's waist. End Alt ID. Zoot Zoot Newt. Confirmed Newt has a GF. I am so jealous. Fail for Izira. Confirmed, Izira has a boyfriend, holy shit! F1 forever. Hey, hey guys, I know these pictures are exciting, but we cannot jump to any conclusions. We have zero, absolutely zero evidence that there's anything going on between AJ and Izira. Did we all forget what happened just one month ago? They were seen hanging out, people made assumptions, and now the F1 coordinators won't even let them do press together, and I'm pretty sure Ezira has been miserable since then. He doesn't smile for press anymore at all. Either we are infringing on what was supposed to be a wonderful mentor-mentee friendship, the likes of Seb and Mick, or we are speculating on a private relationship. Live in La Vida Liga. This 
I didn't realize it before when I was asking for IDs, but these are pictures that were stolen from Anathema's private Instagram. Somebody in her close circle who follows her downloaded her private photos and are now spreading them around the internet. She has since taken them down, which is why we can't access them anymore. Source AJ Crowley 12 Hashtag Anthony Crowley Hashtag Newton Pulsifer Hashtag George Ligger Hashtag F1 Discourse 78 Notes Here we go. Welcome to the 11th circuit of the season, the Brazilian Grand Prix. We are fresh off of Max Verstappen's win in Argentina, which officially put him in the lead of the World Drivers' Championship. I've always loved these races in South America. The scenery is beautiful and the racing is intense. It's a shame that everyone seemed to be riddled with technical difficulties last weekend. Latifi and his brake failure, slow pit stops, which hindered both Carlos Sainz and Lennon Norris's times. This heat really has an effect on the performance of those wheel guns. That's right. It was 137 degrees Fahrenheit on the track last week, and it's shaping up to be even hotter today. When temperatures are that high, the nuts and bolts start slipping, which makes it very difficult to do tire changes. We also can't forget about Pulsifer and Sandalphon's run-in with each other. Fortunately for the birthday boy, Newton Pulsifer was able to recover and finish a respectable P12, but Sandalphon wasn't so lucky. All things considered, this is only the Geoforce driver's second DNF this season. As a rookie, that's pretty good. Even Valtteri Bottas, who's third in a World Drivers' Championship, has had three DNFs. But unlike Bottas, who keeps a pretty level head, Sandalphon is known for his temper. I didn't see any fists flying after the race, not like that incident between Verstappen and Ocon back in 2018 at least, but something tells me Pulsifer better watch his back today on the track. I think Sandalphon is still giving his teammate, Aziraphale, the cold shoulder since their collision back in Turkey, and that was eight races ago. He is hoping for an exciting but safe race today. Were you out of your mind? Crowley is in the middle of a very important moment, leaning over the railing of the Renault motorhome with his hypertonic drink, an ice lolly in hand, and a blank stare looking down the row of pop-up buildings from all the other constructors. He narrows his eyes at the sound of his agent's caustic voice, but continues staring off, eyes glazed over. 
Some days it's the only defense he has against bees. Beside him, they glare at him. What were you thinking? I wasn't. I was drunk and happy. There's a picture of you sharing cake with him on the internet now. This is the exact opposite of what we wanted to happen. Did I mention I was happy? Crowley asks. He looks at his agent before taking an obnoxiously indecent pull of his ice lolly. He makes sure to slurp and pull off with a pop. They roll their eyes. Jesus Christ, you're such a fucking train wreck. Where'd you get an ice lolly anyway? With a frown, he turns to look at them, still leaning with all of his weight against the railing in a facade of coolness. His eyes narrow, the peaks of his eyebrows dipping below the line of his sunglasses. Wait, are you more upset about me sharing the cake with Azira, or just that I was eating cake? What part of drowning yourself in sugar is part of your fitness plan? They ask, exasperated. After the photos of Newt's party were leaked, surprisingly little has been said about it by anybody, the press or even Geoforce 1's management. Renault has taken a blasé attitude towards Crowley now that he has a contract with McLaren for 2023, loosening their leash on him, and he gets the feeling that they think he's somebody else's problem now. And anyway, the pictures were innocuous, just a couple of drunk drivers hanging out. There have been far more dramatic parties and outings amongst drivers in the past. After all, how else do people expect a handful of 20 or 30-year-olds with millions of dollars to spend their time on their free nights? It wouldn't look good on the part of either of the teams to throw a stink about it when no one else cared. Throwing a tantrum would confirm that something is happening between two very high-profile drivers, the very thing they're trying to avoid, which suits Crowley just fine. The only person who is pissed is Newt, who had hoped to keep his party private, but Anathema had apologized immediately before taking them down and locking her account. Nobody came forward as the culprit who stole the pictures off her private profile and shared them with the world. Still, whoever took the photo of them all in the pool had a gift for photography. It's one of the only candid shots Crowley has seen of himself in a long time, the only one he's willing to look at if only for the smile on Izira's face when they leaned into each other. After Newt made a public statement denouncing the leak, F1 deleted all the photos circulating on their message board and Crowley had to sleuth through a Tumblr blog of all things to find a copy. His fingers itch to take his phone out and look at it. He gets a weird feeling when he thinks about sitting next to his boyfriend, his teammate 
and a friend, like it was a normal thing to be there with Ezira surrounded by other people. But it won't do to get complacent, he reminds himself. He stands up straight and stretches his arms over his head, sliding the last bit of his treat off with his teeth. He has qualifying ahead of him, then a race and a 14-hour flight back home to worry about, and through it all, he can't be anything more than friendly and distant from the person he wants to be closest to. If you're envious of my eyes, Lolly, go ask Aria for one. Bees narrows their eyes and scowls. Dagon, they hiss. She's giving them out to all the Renault crew like candy. Just remember, don't get in a white van with her. They give him a speculative look. I'm going to have her fired. How many times have we gone over this? He asks, put upon. You can't just fire people you don't like. Aria works for Renault. You work for me. You, they say, jabbing him in the chest with a finger, work for me. It'd be more threatening if Bees actually stood taller than his shoulder. Well, I can't really argue with that, can I? I hate you, they tell him with a scowl. Then they turn on their heel to stalk into the Renault building. I love you he shouts after them. Then a voice pops up from behind, startling him. Um, should I worry for fail's sake? Crowley spins around to find that redhead with the freckles, Raph, standing on the tarmac in front of the Renault building. He frowns, shoulders tensing. You're in front of the wrong building, don't you think? The man puts his hands up in a placating manner. Just wanted to chat. Crowley doesn't dislike Raph per se, but he doesn't like him either. It's not a jealousy thing, even though Ezira talks about him all the time. It's more that Ezira hasn't said anything about him at all in the last two weeks. When they spent time together back in May, every other sentence out of Ezira's mouth was Raph said this and Raph and I went there once in Italy, but since Mexico he hasn't said a word about him. Even at Newt's party he was a bit standoffish towards him despite engaging with everyone else in their circle. It doesn't take a genius to put Ezira's low mood and his silence about his best mate together. We don't chat, he says, suspicious. The wrathful demon in him wants to tell the man to piss off. If Ezira has some sort of issue with him, well, then so does Crowley. The rational part of him that sounds suspiciously like Norma tells him to shut up and hear him out. Raph shuffles on his feet. Can we go somewhere private? 
He's gangly and awkward and, Crowley's ashamed to think it, exactly the kind of redhead Crowley never wanted to be. He looks like a live-action Raggedy Andy doll if Andy slouched over video games 14 hours a day. Crowley's being uncharitable. He knows this, but at least he's keeping it in his head. Still, he straightens up to his full height, just an inch or two taller, and uses his broad shoulders and chest to his advantage. He's not built like some of the other guys on the truck, certainly not like Ezira, but it takes a certain strength to be able to withstand six G-forces whipping around the truck, and he has the physique to show it. Raph, to his credit, looks unbothered. Then he says maybe the only thing that could get Crowley's attention. I'm worried about Ezira. All right, I'll bite. What's going on? Not here. Come on. Raph leads him out onto the track, an unusual circuit for its sweeping valleys and hills. Crowley likes Sao Paulo, but he's never been a huge fan of the race itself because it turns anti-clockwise compared to most other places. They walk some distance to the opposite side of the track, where only a few staff are milling about the stands, and Raph gestures for him to sit against the tire wall, where there's a scant amount of shade. The man picks at his shoelaces for a second, before clearing his throat. Ahem, okay, so... He stops and swallows, before letting out a frustrated sigh. I'm gonna be upfront. I wanna know how invested you are in this thing with Azira. Oh. Crowley quirks an eyebrow. The last time he got the talk was from a posturing, angry, middle-aged Ethiopian man standing in the most ornate, lavish pavilion he's ever set foot in. He's never been dressed down before by a kid ten years his junior. You don't trust me, he says. Look, all I know about you, man, is what's in the papers. And I can't tell if anything Ezra says about you is genuine or if he's just got his head in the clouds because he's had a crush on you since he was fourteen. Crowley opens his mouth and then shuts it again, teeth clicking together. I'm sorry. He what? Raph winces. Pretend like I didn't just tell you that. Blinking rapidly, Crowley looks upward and then squints when he remembers bright sunlight is a very bad idea. Oink, he says, processing. He chews on his lip, sussing out his words, wanting to be as clear and concise as he can be to leave no room for doubt. After a moment, he says, I am 100% invested in this thing with Ezra. I don't know what he's told you, but we've decided to give it a shot. You know, a proper relationship, 
and I'm ready to ride with him until he gets tired of me. Yeah, but I still don't get it. What do you get out of it? Crowley makes a face. Well, what about you? I've seen you around with that mechanic from the house team. Patty or something. Peba. She's your girlfriend? Yeah, what of it? What do you get out of it with her? He asks. It's a tactic Norma taught him by turning the tables on him over and over whenever he tried challenging her. He hates when she employs it on him, but he has to admit it's effective. Raph looks caught off guard. I don't know. When Crowley raises his eyebrows, he lets out a frustrated huff. I lock her. She's funny and con and scary. I don't know why she's working for F1 when she's so passionate about the future of electric-powered vehicles and automation, but I like listening to her talk about it. He looks off across the track, where the house garage is, almost as though he could see her a mile away. And we both like playing RPGs together and watching Twitch streams, and she's like a friend I can have sex with, except it's easy with her. I never have to second-guess myself. I've never felt like that before. Crowley tries not to be charmed. He sounds like any young man stumbling into their first adventure with love. He has a sort of naivete that Crowley wishes he savored when he was 25, instead of being a cocky asshole about it. Yeah he says, letting out a gust of air. It's like that for me too. But Azira doesn't like video games or Twitch strings. Do you know what he really likes? Books. Ah, oh, Raph says. Ah oh, no, he doesn't shut up about them, brings them everywhere. He always has to pay a fee at the airport cause his bag is so heavy. Crowley grins and tucks that little titbit away for later. I don't read much, but sometimes he'll call me when we're both traveling. He reads me little passages, and I like listening to his voice. A few nights before, it had been the invention of love. He did the accents and the voices terribly, but there was something about the way he read it so full of passion that Crowley ached to wrap his arms around him and hold him close. And he doesn't know why, but now that he has someone to talk to about Ezera, he can't seem to shut up. And he's always on me for fidgeting, but when he's worried about something, he spins his ring on his pinky finger over and over again and doesn't even realize that he's doing it. He pauses for a moment and rubs his tongue over his teeth. He's been doing that a lot lately. Raph sighs, eyes off somewhere else. Neither of them will look at each other. Yeah, he says. Look, you know about the NDA. He sees Crowley nod from the corner of his eye. 
I'm worried he's throwing everything away for you. I don't want him to hide, but if he gets out it, that's the end of his contract. You have to convince him to tone it down or something. There are protections through the driver's union. Geo Force One can't discriminate against sexual orientation. Sure, but they can terminate a contract if they feel Azira has poor conduct off the track and starting a scandal with you would definitely count. Crowley grits his teeth. What do you want me to do? he asks. They haven't gone public about their relationship, but he knows they haven't been the most careful either. And Azira... He won't say it, but Crowley knows Izira hurts every time they can't even look at each other in front of other people. Then Raph says, he wants to quit F1. He what? That's why we fought. I'm his best mate. I need to make sure he's not throwing his entire future away for fuck. Crowley has to process. He stares at his knees, wondering. Did he do this? Did he back his era against the wall? Is he making him choose between them and being able to race? Shit. He won't listen to me, Raph says. But maybe he'll listen to you. You need to talk sense to him. Right. Fuck. Raph sits in silence. He relaxes a little, and though he doesn't look easy or happy, there's a sense of relief about him now he said his piece. Our Azira deserves the world. I think he could do something incredible given the right car, the right team. Can't Ezira break contract with Gabriel instead? I know for certain that Renault has an open seat next year. He gives Raph a sly look. Some of the other midfield teams would snatch him up in an instant next season. He's definitely proven his weight, more than Sandalfon. Fuck Sandalfon, Raph says with a sneer. He's only driving for Gabriel because they go way back or some shit, and Sandalfon is funneling a ton of money into the program. And anyway, it would cost Azira millions he doesn't have to get out of it. I have millions. Raph turns to look at him. Yeah, you're cute and all, but I guarantee you Azira won't want you to throw money at his problems. But if it gets him away from that awful team and somewhere better, clearly you haven't seen a stubborn sword yet. Crowley huffs. Izira's silence on the whole matter is born from stubbornness. Here's the thing, he says, stretching his sore shoulder over his head for a moment while he gathers his wits. When I was twenty, I woke up in Italy to the most gorgeous sunrise. It was my first F1 race at Monza, and I was on the top floor of the hotel looking over all the terracotta roofs and the canal. Is this going somewhere? Shut up. Yes. 
he can picture that morning like looking at a photograph, and he remembers feeling like the rest of his life was ahead of him. He knows what it's like to be a rookie, full of bright, raw potential. I looked at that sunrise and I thought I could do this forever if it meant getting to see that every season, getting to chase around the world. Little did he know all the shit that would come after. He would win and win and win and somehow in the end everything still fell apart around him. Nothing has been better than that first sunrise. I've always felt like I've been chasing this mirage. But now I look at his era and I think, I would give anything up for him. Nothing matters. Nothing is more important to me than him. He shakes his head and meets Raph's eyes. Not the money. Not the sunrise, not another world championship. And maybe it's easy for me to say that now after I've had my career, but I would walk away tomorrow if it means getting to keep him. Have you told him that? Not in as many words, Crowley thinks. He shakes his head. Well then, I'll start there before you throw a couple million pounds at him. Crowley laughs, short and strained. <laughs> Noted. Then he turns and extends his hand to Raph. I guess you're not so bad. Raph takes it and shakes. Yeah, you too. Maybe what Azira sees in you is true after all. Crowley hopes so. On his trek back to the Renault motorhome, he pauses and stares at bees walking past him. He opens his mouth. Shut up, they tell him, before taking a bite out of the side of their treat. Who bites their ice lolly, he asks, incredulous. Don't say another word, they say with a glare. I don't feel the need to fillet everything like you do. He grins. I can do plenty of other things with my mouth too. Speaking of, how is Dagon? Shut up. Crowley gives them a cocky wave, light and teasing. He'll need bees on his side if he intends to pull off his plan, but before that, he'll need Ezera's approval. Look, I may need you to look over something with me. A contract. What for? He shakes his head. I'll tell you later. Bees rolls their eyes and takes another bite. A chunk falls off the stick and plops on the tarmac. They glare at it before directing that gaze on Crowley. I don't like it when you scheme. He bows to them. Trust me, your lordship. I have a plan. 
Now he just needs to get Ezira on board. The weekend flies by. Ezira has two seconds of free time to talk to Crowley in person as they pass each other at the way-in station and they share a simple, congenial good luck before they're pulled away by their demanding schedules. So, uh, things are good between you and... Newt asks, stepping up behind him in the way-in line. Ezira fusses with his driving gloves and the zipper of his overalls in a feeble attempt not to watch Crowley go. As good as they can be, what with the photos being leaked? Gabriel hasn't said a word to him, but Sandalfon's nasty, predatory glare has increased tenfold. Sorry about that. I didn't want it to happen either. It's all right, and thank you for being cool about everything. New trucks and lets out a little laugh. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I had dreamt it, considering how drunk I was. You two seem really happy. Yeah? Izira looks up at him. Newt is nothing but genuine. Thanks. We are, I think. Look, I've only known AJ for a couple of years now, but I've learned that people tend to underestimate him, even those who are around him every day. His ears perk up, and he tilts his head. He's always believed that Crowley is a kinder, more generous person than he's given credit for, and hearing someone else say it is validating. Yeah? he asks. How so? They shuffle in line as the driver at the front of the line steps on the scale. He's kind of a no-bullshit kind of guy, right? Ezira nods. But when he's really passionate about something, he sticks with it. I was really intimidated last year when I started racing with Haas, and I don't think he really paid me much attention, but when I got my first top five finish, he was the first one to stop by our garage to congratulate me. I had to chase him down to get him to notice me, Ezira admits, thinking back to the pre-season testing when he ambled past the Geoforce One garage. God, he was embarrassing. Newt's eyes widen. Well, you are a braver guy than me. I clammed up every time we were in the same room together. He's a legend. The staffer waves at him and he steps onto the scale, taking his data sheet before stepping off. Izira follows suit, lost in thought. 
he tries to imagine what Newt was like as a rookie. He still is sort of a rookie, only in his second year, but even one season under his belt has made a difference in his confidence, his easiness around the track. My point is, Newt continues, once Ezera joins him on the other side of the scale. People think he should give up racing, because he isn't top tier anymore, but he's clearly still passionate about it. He has an intensity about him when he's behind the wheel, and that's how he looked at you, at my party. Ezira blinks, almost coming to a stop. Oh, he says, voice faint. Oh, Newt mimics. Yeah, what... I'm trying to say is, if anything happens, I have your back. Thank you. Just as Ezira starts to respond, somebody knocks into his shoulder, sending him tumbling into Newt. Thanks to their quick reflexes, they're able to right themselves. Ladies. Sandalfon says as he saunters past. He sneers at Ezira. Newt scowls and adjusts his glasses. I should report him to the FEA for poor conduct of the track. If he gets enough penalties, then they'll bar him from rising. It sounds like a dream come true. Ezira rolls his eyes. You know that they won't do anything about it. They only respond to on-track offences anyway. Besides, he's not worth the time or effort. He doesn't need a race ban. He's going to take himself out one of these days. Sure, but who's he going to take out with him? Anthony fucking Crowley. So, what's the plan? My flight leaves Brazil on Sunday evening. I'm going straight to the airport from the track, layover in the US. And then? I'm coming to London, you moron. Somehow I convinced Raph to cover for me. If anyone asks, my grandma died and I had to fly home. Ha! Nice! Ruff's all right. Well, he's a terrible liar. Fortunately for him, it's still technically the truth. Only it happened ten years ago. One day we won't have to do this shit and you can just fly home on my nice fancy private jet. Home? Well, you know, with me. I know, 